0: The NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, is presented by BetQL. BetQL is your home for the info you need to make yourself a smarter, better. Plus, their Super Bowl special gives you 50% off their premium data. Just go to betql.com, promo code SGP. 50. That's betql.com promo code SGP50. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is the home for avid sports bettors providing insight, analysis, and free betting picks. Better Than Vegas, it's like YouTube for sports betting. Make sure to subscribe to our page so you never miss a pick. SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash BTV. That's SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash btv we also brought to you by better edge better edge is a like stock exchange for sports bets allowing you to buy and sell betting positions like the stock market the best part is it allows you to bet with no vig that's right no vig betting that's legal in 40 states sign up at betteredge.com promo code sgp for a free 10 dollar bet that's b-t-b-e-t-t-o-r edge.com promo code sgp Hello and welcome to NBA Gambling Podcast. It is Wednesday, February 3rd. This is episode 121. That's a lot of episodes. Please make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. Really appreciate it. Really helps out our uh, rankings on uh, Apple and Spotify. Uh, We've been getting a lot more subscribers, which we're really happy. Hopefully some of you are telling your friends and... uh, uh that's been great um i'm your host ryan rich fat baby mckee and i am joined as always well as usual uh by zach swissbank runner we missed him on monday how are you doing man
1: yeah man sorry i missed you on monday been a little busy but um glad to be back and um how about that nets clippers game last night that felt like a finals preview potentially
0: yeah, that was really fun. I even got my uh wife into watching that one. So that that's how good it is. She doesn't usually like watching basketball with me.
1: Yeah, no, that that was a that that's good to hear. I, I like, you know, expanding the game, all about growing the game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. for yep. the love of the game. Um, but yeah, really fun game. There's been a lot. Of, I've been really, really, really enjoying um the past couple weeks of games. So looking forward to uh breaking some of this down. I know we got some picks and some uh other bigger topics coming today.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. What do you think of those Basquiat jerseys that Brooklyn's wearing?
1: I think they're pretty cool. I I think they're, they're a little, I, I feel like there's a lot of new courts, court designs and jerseys this year that take a little bit of getting used to, but Hey, you know, it is what it is. I'm getting used to the nets, just court. It looks like almost looks like they're
0: in black and white when they're playing because of the way like the court is kind of grayish. It makes yes. the whole thing less seem like less vibrant in color.
1: Yeah, last night going from that court and then to the Warriors court, which I guess they're doing like the Oakland theme yeah. now, when they were wearing the navy and orange jerseys with the new court. I was completely thrown off by that. Um and yeah, I mean it's honestly it's funny with the Warriors now doing this tribute to Oakland after they left Oakland, but get that <laughs> yeah, this topic I for
0: kind of a slap in the face right yeah. that's like leaving <laughs> your girlfriend and then like doing a tribute to her on Facebook
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly so uh, but that was also a fun game to watch so really good TNT doubleheader tonight um, I believe we get ESPN primetime tonight Um, not sure what games are are that but um, there's been I think there's been a ton of really really good games uh, past couple weeks yeah absolutely
0: okay so In today's episode, Zach and I are going to be doing three quick picks for tonight, Wednesday's games. Um, It'll take about 10 minutes. So if you're listening to this on Thursday, for whatever reason, uh, you can fast forward 10 minutes unless you want to hear our picks to see how we did in hindsight. And then we're going to preview three games for Thursday, Portland at Philly, Houston at Memphis, and Denver at the LA Lakers. And then we're going to talk about some futures bets, uh, updated NBA championships odds, updated conference odds, and some NBA awards talk, um, which I'm excited about. I, 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 I'm I liking what I uh, have bet preseason for some of my NBA awards, including the uh, coach of the year. So we'll get into all that now, uh, at the end of the podcast. Um, so... You want to start with your uh, first pick for tonight, or you want me to go?
1: Um, I'll, I'll go first. I mean, I'm I'm not going to surprise anyone here. I'm going to go with the Hornets plus seven at home against Philly. Um, I'm 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 a horn I'm a Hornet supporter. They got a huge, how about that game between the Hornets and the Heat? Zach, you are much.
0: horny for the Hornets. I would say.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, yeah. I guess you could say that. Um, <laughs> A little thrown off, mid handicap being accused of being horny, but uh, <laughs> Um how about that game between the Hornets and the Heat a couple of nights ago? Malik Monk obviously with that crazy shot, he played amazing, and then take that game to overtime. Insane. So I'm sure what we'll
0: play like 37. What did he put up? 37 points or something like that?
1: Yeah, I think he was like nine of 13 from three as well. So, um but yeah, I mean, I, I think this Hornets team is 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 pretty good. I mean. Let me check the standings here. They they they've been winning games. They're they're now in the eight seed, ten and eleven, and they are you know on a three game winning streak here. So you know we talked a lot about how the Sixers are are a different team home and road, right? Ten and one at home, five and five on the road this year. Um, so yes, they are first in the East, but they've been building up that record at home with that with that home cushion they tend to have. So I think the Hornets is Embiid their... playing tonight. I believe he is yes and I think that that's why you're getting this big number um yeah Embiid not on the injury report um Terry Rozier questionable for this game that's kind of the big I guess hinge point but um yeah I think seven's a lot of points I think the Hornets are going to stay in this game I like their perimeter oriented style uh it's gonna be kind of a clash of styles and yeah I think Embiid player props or Embiid he's gonna have a huge night tonight right I mean there's not really anyone in Charlotte that can handle him but um I yeah, don't see a... Cody Zeller really matching up very well with him. Yeah, Although he's no, been
0: okay this season, but
1: yeah, and 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 I I think this Hornets team is is uh good enough to hang tight. I think seven points is a lot, so I will take the home dog with seven points in Charlotte, Philly.
0: Credit to you, one of your preseason futures was uh, Charlotte to make the playoffs. It's looking okay. What did you get? What what were those odds like? Plus three ten or something?
1: I think it was. It was either plus 350 or plus 250. I, I know it had a 50 on the end of it. I have to go okay. back and check.
0: I think it was 350 then, because I, I remember a three. So between okay. the two of us, we kind of remember that.
1: <laughs> there we go. All right,
0: moving on. I have uh, for my first pick, I'm going to take the Dallas Mavericks at the. Uh, Atlanta Hawks. I'm seeing a total of 224. I like the under here. The under has hit in five of Dallas's left last seven games on the road. Dallas after being a historic offense last season is 21st in offensive efficiency this season. They really have been missing Seth Curry. I think more than anybody expected. Uh, oddly enough, like Seth Curry is a sneaky difference uh between two teams this season between uh 76ers have been playing better with him and the, Dallas has been playing much worse they at the very bottom of the league in three point percentage this season and because they're not able to hit those threes uh defensive have been able to kind of crash the uh middle and not letting Luca drive um and because uh, we saw Dallas hold the Lakers to 107 two nights ago and they've been uh, doing an excellent job of controlling the perimeter. So uh, these, since the Mavs have been shooting poorly from three, I ec- expect that those to consider uh, or to continue. So uh, while I think that the Mavs could take this one, because they've what, been on a six game losing streak, they have to win one soon. Um, I don't expect the total to go over 224. What do you think about that?
1: Yeah, I, I like that. I like that take a lot. I mean, I think, it's actually funny. This Hawks defense has been much better than expected, right? So I think that that does fit in well with your angle. So I like that under. Um, yeah, Capella has been better than I think we, uh, he has moved the needle a little more than we expected. Yes. Um, so like that. And I, I'm actually going to stay in that game. Um, and I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to say the Mavs in this game. Uh, kind of, you know, I think you started to say it six Street losses. But I mean, they've kind of been right there knocking on the door. You know, close loss. Obviously, they did get hit by the Jazz hard on that two-game road trip, yeah. but two close games with the Suns. Obviously, one of those on that Devin Booker buzzer beater, where they probably should have won that game. Um, and they you were know, leading I, most of it. They were leading most of it. Obviously, Rick Carlisle was uh, remorseful about not using the foul up three strategy, mm-hmm. which we saw happen last night in the in the Clippers Nets game. So, but you know, I, I still think this Mavs team they are struggling. Undoubtedly, they haven't been the same team as they were last year, but you know, I think this is kind of a low point for them, right? I think they're a much better team than the Hawks, um, on any given night. And with the lack of, of home court advantage here, I'll take the, I'll take the Mavs, um, in this game, hopefully they get right. Uh, you know, healthy could be a good matchup for Porzingis space out Capella, try to stress out this Hawks defense, really, you know, they can attack Trey with, with, with Luca. So, I'll, yeah. I'll go Mavericks and I'll take them uh, minus one twenty on the money line just to avoid that that minus one and a half line. What do you see from
0: this Mavericks team besides um, I mean, where are they really struggling? Because I, I I I found another stat while I was doing research today. They were uh, second to Houston last season in three pointers made. They're all the way down to twenty first this season. What is it? Just Seth Curry or or what? What's the problem here?
1: Yeah. I mean, I was going to say, I think their, their shooting has been way down and and like their options when, when Luca comes off that high, high screen, the options are just like a slightly, I mean, you know, I, I don't think, I think Seth Curry is getting maybe a little overrated. I don't know. I don't know how good he was. He obviously was amazing last year in the bubble and he's continued to shoot it really well this year. Um, I think this Mavs team is going to be okay. Um, obviously it's shocking, right? Where, where are they? They're, you know 21st in offense um yeah. is just like really really surprising because this i mean this and also remember they lost steven silas who was credited as being the offensive coordinator last year um which led them to have the greatest regular season offense of all time um so i, I think they'll be okay i think it's some sh- probably some shooting luck um but yeah definitely concerning that this offense hasn't gotten going at all but hopefully yeah um they can they can get it done here against the hawks a team that i'm not that high on but um clearly has has risen up the ranks if they're you know basically yeah. a pick them with the maps here
0: Okay, moving on to my next pick. I am looking at the Phoenix Suns minus three and a half at the New Orleans Pelicans. I like the Suns here. Uh, That line has already moved from Suns minus two to Suns minus three and a half. A lot of sharp money coming in on the Suns. They are 11 and four against the spread in their last 15 games on the road. So they've been a great road team. New Orleans is two and five against the spread in their last seven. And Phoenix has been a top five in defense. Their offense has struggled a little bit, but if Steven Adams is out tonight, which he's questionable right now. So look for, you know, look for the updates on that. I, I can see CP3, Booker, and Ayton just having no trouble with the pick and roll, uh, pick and rolling the shit out of the Pelicans. So make sure that Steven Adams is out. I like that pick a little more if he, Adams is out, but I still like it even if he does play, just because I, I think that the Suns are starting to get their offense a little more on track after... I mean, their defense looks great, but definitely their offense has been struggling. Uh, what are you thinking about that, Zach?
1: Yeah, I like that pick. That was... Potentially gonna be my third pick. So I'll go in a different direction, but I'm I'm on board with that. Okay.
0: What's your third pick?
1: Um I will go like the Suns. Um I'll go with the Cavs here plus seven and a half at home against the Clippers. Um I think you and I have both been pretty bullish on this Cavs team. Um the the Garland Sex, Sexton Allen um trio really, really played. I, I I watched that game against Minnesota that they they snuck out a, a win at home. Um, mm-hmm. those three guys are really good. So it's kind of a fun bouncy, energetic team Clippers coming off prime you see time. Is
0: that you can already kind of see those three as the core of their future, which is interesting.
1: Yeah. I think it's definitely interesting. I think, you know, I don't know what the ceiling of that is going to be. It's kind of, I think, but, but they're definitely, they're definitely fun and young, really, really impressed with Colin Sexton and his ability to shoot and score. Um, but yeah, I mean, just I think it's a tough spot for the Clippers, right? Coming off that big game in Brooklyn last night, now you travel to Cleveland, uh, second night of a back-to-back, non-prime time, and the the, the Cavs have been home. Uh, they're kind of their younger team, I think, and I I don't want to speculate that that Kawhi or PG could sit tonight, but definitely could see some load management here um, after mm-hmm. they went balls out last night. So I think it's a good spot for Cleveland catching seven and a half. It's a lot of points. They they you know. They came within seven of the Lakers. Uh, I think that was a few, maybe last week at home. Um, and you know, LeBron had to put up a Herculean forty-six point effort in that game. Took over in the fourth quarter. So, I think I think the Cavs are are well suited in this role. They're they're seven and four straight up at home this year. Um, so, you know, pretty impressive there. I think they uh, I think they keep this one relatively close and stay within the seven and a half. I like that. Okay.
0: Uh, Moving on to my final pick tonight, I'm looking at the Indiana Pacers at Milwaukee Bucks. Um, Seeing the Bucks giving up minus eight and a half right now. I could see that moving to nine. I still like it because both of these teams are three and six against the spread in their last nine, Uh, but the Bucks have gotten kind of unlucky. Uh, Two of those losses or two uh, against the spread losses have been when uh, the teams have had their best uh, shooting night of the entire season. Uh, New Orleans got really hot and, and, uh, had 23, uh, you know, Bucks were down 23 points at halftime to them. Uh, New Orleans finished 21 from 48 from beyond the arc. And then Charlotte got really hot against Milwaukee too, 21 of, uh, 44 beyond the arc from that. So, uh, they Bucks are really struggling against teams that hit a lot of three pointers, but the Pacers aren't one of those teams. They're way down. Um, I'm looking at uh, they're ranked twentieth in the NBA in three pointers. Thirty-two uh, percent of their points are coming from beyond the arc. So I like the Bucks to take care of business, especially since the Pacers played last night at home and then have to travel today to uh, the to Milwaukee. And uh, Milwaukee had last night off. Yeah, I think that sounds good. All right. So quick recap. Uh, I like the Bucks minus. Eight and a half at the uh against the Pacers, uh Suns minus three and a half at New Orleans, and I like the under Mavericks uh at Hawks under 224 total. Uh Zach, what were your picks again?
1: They were uh Hornets plus seven, Cavs plus seven and a half, and Mavericks minus one twenty.
0: Okay, we're just gonna take a quick break and then be right back. The Sports Gambling Podcast Network is giving away $500 in cash via the Super Bowl Squares this weekend. It is easy to enter. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash squares for your chance to win $500 all you have to do is leave a review to NBA gambling podcast or sports gambling podcast or any of our sports gambling podcast network podcast just take a screenshot of the review that you leave and you get a free square $500 for doing nothing that's pretty great sports dot slash squares for all the details And our presenting sponsor today is BetQL. Want to get an advantage over the sportsbooks when it comes to betting the Super Bowl, NBA, NHL, anything? You need to download BetQL now. It's the only app you need to make smart bets. They got you covered for the Super Bowl with all the data of 80-plus prop bets. Their algorithms have simulated the Chiefs and Bucks over 10,000 times to find out the best prop bets to bet the big game. Uh, BetQL also has sharp data for NBA, college basketball, NHL, the Super Bowl. So if you want an inside edge that the pros are backing, you need to check out BetQL. I'm looking at their site right now, and I am seeing that uh, the Sharps right now like the Timberwolves at the Spurs. You might not think, oh, I don't want to ever take the Timberwolves. Well, the Sharps are uh, going against the grain And uh, BetQL is telling me that Also, Sharps are pretty heavy on the Cavaliers Versus the Clippers tonight Take the points of the Cavaliers Zach gave you that bet as well 30% of sharp money is on the Cavaliers tonight So, the best part is BetQL is running a Super Bowl special For 50% off Head to BetQL.com and enter code SGP50 For 50% off your first subscription That's promo code SGP50 at BetQL.com Okay, moving on to Thursday preview. We're uh, looking at three games for Thursday. We're going to start with Portland at Philadelphia. I'm not seeing a line on this. I think they're waiting to confirm uh, whether or not uh, Lillard and Embiid are both going to play. Uh, Embiid looks like he's not on the injury report for tonight, but because it's a back-to-back, uh, Philadelphia might opt to sit him. Uh that's uh, Portland. So far, is uh, seven and three on against the spread on the road. They've been a pretty good team on the road against the spread, at least. And Philly is eight and three against the spread at home. Ten and one straight up. One of the best teams uh, at home so far this season. Uh, I, I I think that depending on how Port- Philadelphia plays tonight and if Embiid is going to play, I think that the Philadelphia could roll over the Portland uh, right now because. Portland had a, a great last-second win on against Chicago on Saturday, and then they were blown out by Milwaukee on Monday. Then totally controlled the game uh, in Washington on Tuesday. So they're playing, uh, you know, the fourth game in six nights. They're five games into a six-game road trip. So you could see Portland being pretty worn down, especially since they don't have much depth after uh, some crucial injuries.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I think this probably says says it'd be a be nice spot for Philly coming home. I mean that Portland Washington game was crazy. Obviously Dane hit that crazy dagger from like beyond just beyond Dame range uh yeah. at the end of that game. That that got a lot of play on social media, but um yeah, I mean this Blazers team is tough to figure out, right? They're sitting at 11 and 9, but it kind of feels like they're a forgotten team. I I I'll I admit I'll be part of that. I, I'm not that high on this team. They got some a nice offensive performance against washington but yeah i mean gonna be really tough for them to contend with uh Joel and 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 ben simmons and tobias harris inside uh with you know ennis canter and and harry giles you know and and carmelo anthony basically being your front court rotation right there's mm-hmm. not a lot of not a lot of depth not a lot of physicality so i think it'll be tough for portland to um you know get stops i think depending on where this total i think this could be a high scoring game between portland and philly here tomorrow so that could be definitely interesting to look at um if Embiid
0: sits if Embiid sits what what do you think there like how does that really move I I don't know if Portland can take advantage as much of that front court even if uh Dwight Howard is starting over Embiid
1: yeah I mean I I still I still think Dwight Howard would be the best big man on the floor in that game most likely I mean no disrespect to uh Ennis Cantor but I think that yeah I think I think You'll probably see a line maybe like Philly minus three or four if Embiid sits. Um, maybe, you know, maybe four or five if he sits, say eight, eight or nine if he if he plays. I think this is a good spot for Philly. I obviously am fading Philly tonight, so um I do like that bounce back angle with coming home.
0: Yeah. Uh Looking next at the Houston Rockets at Memphis Grizzlies, no line yet. Uh, Zach already mentioned uh, Steven Silas uh, being credited for that uh, Mavericks offensive breakout season. Now the head coach of the Rockets seems to be really able to um, you know, uh, get his system in place now that Harden is gone. Uh, John Wall is out tonight when Houston plays OKC, so that's something to watch tomorrow. Uh, Valentunis is questionable he hasn't been playing Grayson Allen is questionable for the Grizzlies as well uh, neither of those guys have been playing uh, and Houston or Me- I'm sorry Memphis has been winning up until uh, last night at least uh, Houston is a six-game win streak going into tonight the five and six against the spread Christian Wood looks like an absolute all-star averaging 23 and 11. Uh, where are you headed with this Houston Memphis game?
1: Yeah, this can be a really fun game to watch. Two teams that are playing well and kind of under the radar. Um, I think Houston is is quite good. I, I'm very impressed with them. They, they This win streak, and they have a really nice energy to them. Their bench was super locked in. They were absolutely housing OKC in the first quarter of that game, and they went up like 50 to 22 or something like that um, in that game. Same thing for the Grizzlies, though. I mean, I was absolutely shocked. They won the back-to-back in San Antonio handily um coming off their yeah. COVID postponement I think I locked up the Spurs in both those games and got burned. I did too yeah they were favored well, I didn't by lock them like,
0: up but I picked the Spurs in both
1: games yeah so. they're fair by three and a half I was like this is a slam dunk and the, and the Grizzlies really impressive getting contributions from up and down this roster right guys like Xavier Tillman Desmond Bain John Conchar I mean credit to their kind of system they, they've been and obviously it kind of the air came out of the balloon a little bit in Indiana last night so I think this can be a really good game um I think this could be a lower scoring game, right? Two teams. What do you think can... the line is here? Grizzlies minus two. What do you think? Yeah.
0: I was thinking right around there or around a pickup, maybe depending on if John Wall or not. Do you think John Wall, uh, if he plays, if that moves the needle much?
1: Yeah, I think that that's a good point. Um And obviously for the Grizzlies, not much. I Obviously Jonas Valanciunas is out, I guess, right now. Um,
0: uh, he's questionable. It's it's a quarantine issue. It's not an injury issue, so okay. uh, he should be able to be at, uh, at least close to 100 percent when he does come back. Okay.
1: I mean, yeah, I, I think I would probably lean with the Grizzlies at home here, Um, just because they've been really solid. I mean, and and for the Rockets, they're now coming off this back-to-back or this double road in OKC and then travel to Memphis. Um, So yeah, I mean, similar to. What we said about the Mavericks, eventually you gotta, eventually you gotta lose, eventually you gotta win, for the Rockets. Mm-hmm. I think eventually they they gotta drop one. But um, very impressed with both these teams. So looking forward to watching this tomorrow. Mm-hmm.
0: Something we were talking about yesterday on the uh, locker room live stream that uh, we did uh, is. Taylor Jenkins, what do you think about him right now for coach of the year? I'm seeing him on Vegas insider at 66 to one odds. And he has been winning with this team with so, I mean, they've been totally snake bit in injuries. They haven't had triple J all year. They haven't had, uh, justice Winslow at all play for them since that trade. So they got rid of, you know, they gave up Jay Crowder and got nothing in return yet. Um, I like Taylor Jenkins going forward. What do you think about him for coach of the year?
1: Yeah, I think that's definitely worth a dart throw. Um, I mean, they're on they're at nine and seven right now, so nothing crazy. But you know, I, I I think most people would not have expected that, especially like you said, given the amount of injuries. Just looking here, the the Grizzlies splits, uh, and this is straight up. But three and five at home, six and two on the road. Um, so maybe you want to factor that into the Rockets game a little bit. But yeah, Taylor Jenkins. Yeah, but I think that they were
0: six... missing Ja for a lot of those ro- that at yeah. those home games that they lost, yeah.
1: Yeah, but yeah, Taylor Jenkins, 6-6-1, six, six definitely. I mean, just the upside, of, if they hang around this, you know, 5 or 6 seed, I think that definitely could be a possibility, especially if the Jazz fall off a little bit. I know Quinn Snyder's catching a lot of uh, praise as Doc Rivers. Um, but yeah, Memphis hangs out in the playoff picture, I think Taylor Jenkins is going to, sh- you know, skyrocket in the conversation. Absolutely.
0: Um, and I, uh, I know that the coach of the year futures are kind of all over the place. Cause uh, I'm saying on Vegas insider, they have Quinn Snyder at 25 to one moon Uh, when I mentioned him, that says his book has Quinn Snyder at seven to one, which is a way, you know, I think he's probably a favorite right now, which he should be. So, um, depending if you can find a book that has a uh, coach of the year odds, uh, look for that. They could be all over the place. Moving on, we've got the Denver Nuggets at the L.A. Lakers. It's a rematch of the Western Conference Finals from last season, which the Lakers handily controlled and won four to one. Uh, but after two comeback heart attack series for Denver against Utah and the Clippers, so it makes sense that that they couldn't, you know, pull another miracle out of their ass a third time in a row. Denver are six and one against the spread in their last seven. Lakers, however, have been winning, but it's been close. Uh, They're one and four against the spread in their last five, uh, 11 and 11 against the spread on this season. Uh, You're the Nuggets whisperer. What are you thinking on this game, uh, Zach?
1: Yeah, I think this is a tough matchup for the Nuggets. Obviously Gary Harris is down with an injury right now. I think he's most, he was supposed to be out for that Pistons game that got postponed at the last minute. Um, But this, the matchup, I mean, LeBron and AD present a lot of problems for this Nuggets team. Now you took Jeremy Grant off this roster. You take Gary Harris off the floor. Um, I think, I think the Lakers offense will have their way in this game. So I think it's a tough matchup for Denver. Um, What are you thinking for a lot? Since
0: the Lakers was able to handle them so well in the playoffs and the Lakers have just gotten a much deeper bench, not, you know, deeper, uh, the big man, uh, as far as, uh, Marcus Gasol, and then I think they're just a better team overall than they were last season.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I think I think AD is gonna is gonna be a really fun matchup or an interesting matchup for Jokic at least. Um what are you thinking for a line here? I, I would probably say Lakers, you know, five or six.
0: I was gonna say it could be up to seven, even.
1: Yeah, I think I think it could be up to seven. I think I think the Lakers are I, I don't know if I want to lay seven, but I do think the Lakers win this game. Obviously, Nuggets, uh, the Nuggets have been playing much better, had that huge win against Utah, but a lot of that was uh, insane three-point shooting, right? 15 of 17 in the first half from three, which was one of the craziest things I've ever seen. Um, yeah, I think I would like the Lakers if it, at that line.
0: And we're going to take one final break and be right back. Better than Vegas. It's like YouTube, but for what? Hashtag DJNs only care about most. Sports betting. The best part is you'll be able to get free video picks from the SGPN crew every day. Make sure to subscribe to the SGPN page, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV, so you never miss a pick. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. If you subscribe, you'll get a notification every time a new video is posted. Um, I just put up a pick today, so go check that out. Also, we're brought to you by BetterEdge, just a stock exchange for sports bets, allowing you to buy and sell betting positions like a stock market. The best part is it allows you to bet with no vig. Since you're buying positions from other sports bettors, there is no quote-unquote house. You can play for big money in 50 states. So just sign up at BetterEdge.com and use promo code SGP for a free $10 bet. That's B-E-T-T-O-R-Edge.com, promo code SGP. All right. So uh, the updated uh, championship odds right now we have uh, Lakers plus 240, Nets at plus 300, Lakers at plus, I'm sorry, Clippers at plus 550, Bucks 650, Sixers 15 to 1, Celtics 16 to 1, Jazz 20 to 1. If you want to let, you know, I want a bit of a long shot I really like the Jazz at 20 to 1 and the 76ers at 15 to 1 Uh, depending if if you know if something happens to the Lakers uh, I like both of those teams pretty handily Uh, what are you thinking
1: yeah I mean I think I like that number for the Jazz I'm of the mind right now uh, that this is kind of I, I, I would include the Jazz in this conversation. I think they, they are quite good. I think I, I still would be overwhelmingly, um, you know, I'm overwhelmingly in the mind that it's going to be Nets, Clippers, or Lakers, you know, particularly mm-hmm. Lakers. But I think, I think, so I do like the Clippers at plus 550. I mean, if I think they're kind of in that same conversation they showed last night, they're right there with the Nets. Obviously, um, they're, you know, I think they have the same record as the Lake. Yeah, both teams 16 and 6 and only only a 0.6 difference in their point difference. So I think those are kind of similar teams. I like the Clippers a lot this year. Um Yeah, I mean I I was talking to someone about this the other day. If you could have the Nets and the Clippers or the Lakers and the Jazz for the title, who would you take?
0: Uh, I would say I would take the Lakers and the jazz mostly because of the, the Lakers angle though. I think that they're still the overwhelming favorites.
1: Yeah. I, I went with Nets Clippers, but I I see that argument. I I do think the Lakers are, someone's gonna have to beat the Lakers, right? I think this is their championship Mm -hmm. to lose. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, these numbers are, these numbers are tough. I mean, I think we both have, uh, some Nets, some Lakers and Clippers action from the four to season. Obviously we couldn't have foresaw that hard in trade, but, um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I had the the Nets to win the East
0: this uh, season. Okay. So, okay, I still there you like go. That. Um, just a couple of other ones I want to throw out there. Really surprising the Dallas Mavericks are 22 to one, as well as the Nuggets 22 to one. I wouldn't touch that Dallas 22 to one, uh, just a little bit worse than Utah, who's been awesome. Uh, I guess they're still just riding off of the Luka hype.
1: Yeah, I mean I think I think the 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 Mavericks are so classic, right? They were the most hyped up team in the in the off season and now they're kind of in a dud so far. I expect they'll get back into the playoff picture, but twenty two to one is crazy. Um I don't see any chance they, they win So they're not they're not a good enough team to win the title.
0: Okay, so we still think it's the Lakers uh championship to lose. Uh so it sounds like we would both take them at plus two forty, even though we got better odds on them preseason. Would you take the Lakers to win the West at plus one ten?
1: Um Yeah, I mean, let me let me pull up the uh odds here. I don't I I I don't know if I I, I would probably, I mean, yeah, I think it's going to be Lakers or Clippers out of the West, right? So you can get plus money at both of them. I'm seeing Clippers plus 275. I'm not seeing what you're looking at, but. Yeah, um, I, I have them at plus 275 also,
0: and I have the Jazz at uh, plus 800.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I really do think it's a it's a two and a half team race out there in the West. <laughs> um, you know, I think Lakers and Clippers are certifiable, but, you know, I think what could throw a wrench into all this, right, is if the Jazz actually get the number one seed, then the Clippers and Lakers wouldn't meet in the conference finals. They mean the conference semifinals. Um, mm-hmm. So you could potentially have like a jazz nuggets, Lakers Clippers, and then, you know, only one of the Lakers or Clippers would make it to the conference finals. So you wouldn't have that auto profit, which is a little concerning. Um, so I probably won't get involved right now, but um, yeah, I mean, I, I do think I, I repeating myself, but I do think it's uh, Lakers and, and Clippers.
0: Yeah. I, uh, I don't think I would touch any of these right now, but uh, you're right. I, I think it's uh, I wouldn't. Yeah, you know, two and a half team race is a great way to say it. I the the closest I would get is is thinking about the Jazz eight to one um uh, moving on to the east which is definitely more interested we've got the nets at plus 150 uh, obviously such a public team right now they haven't even shown their full uh, potential and they're already at plus 150 to eat, uh, win the east we've got the bucks at plus 275 sixers plus 550 boston plus 600 heat 10 to 1 pacers 20 to 1 raptors 30 to 1 hawks 50 to 1 um would you take any of these bets? I, I, you know, I liked the Nets preseason to win the East, better odds there. Uh, but I think the 76ers have a really good chance of still coming out of the East.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think the Sixers could be interesting. I think I'll take you up on Raptors 30 to 1. Um, I, I really? I'm not, I'm not ready to die on, on Raptors Hill yet. I'm still, I'm still fighting off the attack. Um, yeah, I feel like they're they're crawling. They're like me with my picks. They're crawling back to 500, and they're about to get there, and then they get knocked down again. But they're at nine and 12 right now. Um, big game crazy performance
0: them. from Van Vliet last night. What was that? 54 points or something like that.
1: Yeah, 54, and he hit. I think he hit 11 threes, 11 to 14 from threes. So cool performance for him. Obviously undrafted. That's a great. That's a great uh, moment for him in his career. Um, big game against. Toronto at Brooklyn on, on Friday. That's gonna be really fun to watch. Um, you know, obviously they got right by playing the magic kind of back to back, which always yeah. helps. Um, but you know, I, I could still see them get making the playoffs, may, maybe winning a series. And then you have that hedge ability at third with 30 to one ticket. So that could be something worth, um, you know, putting 10, 15 bucks on, I don't know. um, Are
0: sleeping on the Celtics at six to one now that Tatum's, you know, back in full health and, uh, I uh, mean- you know, Jalen Brown has just been—he's uh, taken another leap this season. It seems.
1: Yeah, I—I was—I was gonna say. I mean, it's funny. I feel like we're sleeping on a lot of teams, right? I mean, I, the Bucks are still the dominant team in the East from a point differential perspective, right? The plus eight point two mm-hmm. point differential is almost double the next, which is the Nets at at plus four four point five. Sixers in third, and then actually Pacers, Hawks before the Celtics. Um, so, but you know, I mean, me- remember coming into this year, it was like Bucks, Heat. Celtics, um, and then the Sixers, Nets, Pacers. Uh, kind of after that, or maybe, maybe the Nets were a little higher. But um, you know, I think the Sixers are a little underrated right now. I think it's you know, even I'm I'm guilty of it, right? Like they're 15 and six. I don't think anyone really expected that. And same thing with the Bucks. I mean, the Bucks. I think everyone kind of knew they made a trade for Drew Holiday, kind of blew up their whole team. It's kind of understandable that they're starting a little bit slow from a record perspective. I think their the whole reason they made the drew holiday move was for the playoffs uh to be Mm. a better team once they get there so i think they could be a little bit slept on right now i'm obviously not a huge Bucks supporter but um i'm a little surprised that like they've been discarded kind of for the nets this quickly yeah
0: uh all right so moving on to our nba awards talk uh i like right now the uh NBA defensive player of the year odds we've got uh AD at plus 200 Gobert plus 300 Giannis at plus 450 and my favorite bet right now Miles Turner plus 800 um I think we're going to start seeing more and more uh Miles Turner for defensive player of the year chatter he is uh Averaging nearly four blocks per game, which would be the most for any player since Alonzo Morning in 1999. Uh, earlier this season, he had blocked at least three shots in ten consecutive games. That's the third longest streak for any player in the past decade. He's also complementing that with 1.2 steals per game. I think what is going to hurt him is he's just under seven rebounds a game. But if he can push that up and start averaging closer to double-digit rebounds, I think you're going to hear more Miles Turner at plus 800. I feel like that's pretty good odds, especially since AD has not been that good this season. So I'm a little surprised he's the favorite.
1: Yeah, I, I totally. I mean, I'm surprised Miles Turner isn't the favorite, right? I mean, he's been so good defensively, especially when when you watch them play without him, how different that Pacers defense looks. I mean, he's been insane with the rim protection and shot blocking. So, yeah, that sounds really good. I mean, he, he he's he's really he's really good. I think the Indiana kind of hierarchy is always confusing. Like who's mm-hmm. the best player in Indiana? But Miles Turner is is a, is a phenomenal defensive player. I know he's had some. Well, I think Sabonis stor- is kind of the.
0: I, I I think we can say pretty confidently now. Sabonis is hands down the best player, and Miles Turner seems to be at peace with that and just wants to be a, a defensive juggernaut.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I I think it's. I I think that's that, that's possible. I I actually. I could, I could see the argument that you rather have Turner than Sabonis. If you had to pick one, just because, you know, the defensive role of a big man is at a premium. Um, and Sabonis is a little bit hard to like max out around. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, that's not, that's not the, the point. They're both great players and yeah, Miles Turner averaging four blocks a game um, you know, seven boards. And he's, he's been a complete um, game changer as a rib protector. So yeah. Um, I, I i like that play I, I i don't even understand i mean i think it's hard to i think the defensive player of the year award is tough right because you it's kind of a lifetime achievement award a little bit i feel like with like it's yeah. basically been gobert Giannis, draymond and ad for the last like three or four years so maybe maybe my turner think comes
0: ad is probably the favorite right because he was close to getting it last year and then they gave it to lebron i mean I think- gave it to Giannis.
1: Yeah, exactly. And they're like, "All right, now it's AD's time to like recognize him as a def- defensive player." But yeah, I think Miles Turner probably has probably been the best defensive player in the NBA. So, um, you know, hopefully, people come to their senses, and this award is given out from a you know logical perspective rather than an achievement of a career perspective.
0: Uh, okay, so is there anybody to talk about besides Jordan Clarkson for six Man of the Year? He's at right now. He's leading the favorite. He's at uh, plus two fifty. I'm seeing. Uh, anybody, are there any other six men we can even throw into conversation? I mean, Montez Harrell, I'm seeing him at 10 to one, maybe, but he's been nowhere near as good as Clarkson.
1: What's, uh, what's Michael Porter jr. Is he on that list?
0: Uh, I'm not even seeing odds for him. I think it's because yeah. he's spent so much time sitting out. Yeah.
1: And he started some games too, but I think that could be interesting. It seems like he's coming off the bench for the foreseeable future. So maybe he could explode in that role, but. Yeah, Clarkson's been like – he's been like a sixth starter for the Jazz, basically. He's been like that good and such an integral part of what they do in their rotation. So um, Since they've been winning uh, yeah. so much. And,
0: uh, and, you know, since – I think Karis Avert would have been in the conversation had he not been traded from uh, Brooklyn, but obviously uh, he's had health issues as well. So uh, hopefully he can get back to healthy, and we see him on the Pacers this year.
1: Yeah, that would be that would be awesome, and obviously great that hopefully he's healthy. Um, I'm trying. I'm trying to think. I mean, yeah, it seems like Clarkson are bust right now. I'm not. I'm not seeing the odds. Um, but yeah, I mean, Lou will's down to nine points per game, so he's kind of f- yeah. fading off. These these are
0: odds are a little old. Uh, I haven't updated them, but I'm seeing right now Drogic uh, according to these Drogic nine to one uh, Boucher 14 to one Lou, uh, 14 to one shake Milton 14 to one, kind of like that shake could step up. And, uh, if, if that 76ers team keeps winning, can get more in the conversation. Burton's 25 to one Derek Rose, 25 to one. Don't see that either of those. Yeah, no. Um, okay. The final category we'll talk about is most improved player of the year odds. Um, is, I feel like this is Christian Woods to lose right now. He's at uh, minus 125 right now. And uh, the only one closest, is maybe Jeremy Grant at plus th- uh, 300, uh, plus 320. Where, uh, I mean, would you bet on anybody besides Christian Wood here?
1: No, I mean, I think it's, I, 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 I'm going to continue to say, Mike, pound the table for Mike Conley in this conversation I know he's. I know he's not going to get. It. I know it's more of a younger player award. I think. Yeah. I think it's either Wood or Jeremy Grant. Um, and that's really. It's really a two-man conversation right now, right? I mean, I can't really yeah. think of many other young players who have made that big. Maybe of a if Chris
0: Boucher keeps stepping up and uh, the Raptors get right and start winning. Uh, right now, I'm seeing him at 20 to one. Julius Randle at 20 to one. That might be good, but I, I don't think that it's got to be a team who's winning more.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree. And um, yeah, I mean Christian Woods has been awesome, so I think he'd be a very deserving if he could keep this up. Yeah.
0: Okay, Zach, let's get out of here. Follow Zach at NBA Zach B on Twitter. Follow me at the Ryan McKee please make sure to subscribe to NBA Gambling Podcast and rate and review. They really do help. If you want to talk to us, check us out at sg.pn slash Slack. Join our Slack channel. It's not just Zach and I. There's tons of uh, NBA degens in there giving out picks all the time. Uh, Munaf is just an animal with the player props. So if you like player props, make sure to get in there. Check out Zach and I and Munaf's picks against the spread for every game every day and uh sg.pn slash nba picks anything else before we get out of here zach
1: um i will say i'm i'm just you know going through some odds here i'm where i'm at i'm still seeing Kawhi leonard uh 35 to 1 for uh ndp so i just i just got down on that even even more i'm i'm very very uh 50 to
0: 1 on another book
1: so i really like yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I'm very, I'm very surprised about it. I think it's interesting. Um, it's just interesting how people are trying to like bring LeBron into the conversation now and say it's LeBron's MVP to lose. Like, he's the favorite all, now. A lot of yeah, books. like, why? I mean, I, I don't get that. I, he's been I obviously a narrative. It's
0: like, let's give LeBron his life. he's been the best player in the league for so long. Let's give him his last MVP.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's just that. that that that's a little annoying, just because like we're betting on this, right? You have to, you should, there should be a criteria that you can like take advantage of, and be like, all right, this guy is the MVP, rather than rewarding the narrative, like we said for defensive player of the year, right? Like Miles mm-hmm. Turner has been better than these dudes, but it's a lifetime achievement uh, perspective. But yeah, I'm, I, I think Kawhi's been probably right there with Embiid and Jokic. Um, I mean, LeBron has he been? He's averaging twenty five, seven and seven. I mean that that's ho hum for him, but. Um, I don't think he's been as good as Kawhi this year. I'll say that. Yeah,
0: I agree with you. I like Kawhi. Uh, I watched that game pretty close last night and he was good, even though they lost. And then, uh, he just totally took over on Sunday against the Knicks. I watched that game pretty closely as well. He just went total terminator on them. Yep. Um, so yeah, I think you're going to start seeing Kawhi come into the conversation a lot more. I think he's a top three contender right now. Yeah, me too. And so, if you're getting 30 to one to 50 to one odds on him, uh, go ahead and snatch those up while you can. All right, we will be back on Friday at noon Eastern Standard Time. We'll do a locker room live, so make sure to check that out, and I'll put it up on the podcast feed after that. And then Zach and I will be back again Monday. Basketball, gimme, gimme, gimme the ball, because I'm gonna dunk it. Basketball, gimme, gimme, gimme let